Call for Action presents Of Consuming Interest, a public service show that discusses scams, deceptive offers, and other consumer concerns. Here's the director of WJLA 7 Call for Action and your host, Shirley Rooker. It's one of the biggest electronic shows in the country, or maybe, I know in the country, but maybe in the world, I don't know. But let me tell you something. The Consumer Electronics Show is where it's happening, and it's January it happened. And we're going to talk about somebody who was there, who took a close look at many of the innovations and how they're going to affect us, especially affect our aging population. My guest today is Deborah Berlin. She's the founder and director of Project Goal. And Project Goal, Debbie, welcome to a Consuming Interest. It's so good to have you back. So was the show fabulous? Oh, yes. Always, always fascinating, Shirley. And thank you so much for having me back. I appreciate it. And it's always interesting to walk uh, along the aisles of the Consumer Electronics Show. So I'm uh, happy to come and talk about the innovations of 2024. Was there something that you left there and you were just amazed by? Well, you know, what I always find every year is there's no one amazing technology to talk about. It's a collection of what I see for aging and accessibility. That's what I go to take a look at is Mm -hmm. what are we seeing on the horizon for uh, improving our lives as we age and what's going to help us in terms of accessibility. And yes. that's what I'm looking for. So it's not just one whiz bang technology, but it's the collective set. Yeah, and you've shared some very fascinating things with with us. Um, I mean, I'm always fascinated by the car that can change color. Uh, yes. Tell me. <laughs> I mean, really? Right. Right. I, I right. Need red so, today yeah. and black tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Right. So the media media loves to 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 talk about that, you know, something that's really, oh, so much fun. But, you know, whether or not we ever see that in the marketplace or not is is a big question mark. What I like to see are some of the things that we actually will see in the marketplace, whether it be tomorrow or a year from now. But those are the things that I like to look for is what's really going to make a difference for right. us. Um, so, you know, and- we can we can start to to talk about some of those um yeah well one of the things first off i wanted you to tell us what is the goal of project goal pardon me i didn't intend that to be right. a fun. it just yes. turned out that way yeah right exactly what's the objective so project goal is the project to get older adults online and uh so originally started with getting more and more of those in the 65 plus community to get online to be able to take advantage of what uh, is out there in terms of the online world. And uh, as the years go by, it's all about aging and technology, what we can benefit from in terms of technology. And the world of technology is getting greater and greater. And, and, and you know, surely the... Um, <laughs> As technology grows, so does our older population. So the the community of 65 plus is growing with us. Uh, So, you know, there are more and more of those who are um, 65 every day. Uh, So, you know, it's it's um, it's critically important that the 
innovations are there for us to take advantage of? Well, let's let's start with some of the uh, the things. What do you what did you see at the like they show that you you felt? Um, and I know there were so many things, but can you narrow down for us, say like some three of the most important things that you see coming along? I mean, sure. I know that they they talk about um, smart houses and smart this and smart that. Yeah, yeah. I my concern, of course, is we and we'll discuss it a little bit later. Is the privacy issues which sure. I know you're as concerned about it as I am. But what yes. were some of the, what would you say are the top three, if you could put it that way, or just something that sticks out in your mind that was really significant, that's going to make a difference. Uh, and I think the communication with seniors and getting them online is critically important, especially as you age, because how else do you reach out to people? Yeah, it is. And there are still, you know, a number of, older individuals who are not online yet, who don't have, um, you know, broadband technology at home. So we are still working towards that goal. That is still a critically important objective. Uh, you know, one thing that I thought about this year in terms of going to CES that I thought was number one and, and uh, a uh, observation is that I saw that a number of technologies were coming together and I thought that, aha, number one, we're seeing some things that are all of a sudden starting to come together. And I will talk about that as I talk about some of the um, interesting products, interesting yep. things that I saw. So, you know, first of all, um, we'll, we will talk about it because you cannot have a conversation about technology and innovations without talking about artificial intelligence, but it is a driver of so much of what we have in terms of technology. And we will start, we will have that conversation because there is a lot of misunderstanding about artificial intelligence. It is a, uh, shall we say, a driver of a lot of what we have today. So it, it has been for years now, and a lot of individuals don't understand that. So we'll, I do want to uh, clarify that and clear up some misunderstanding about artificial intelligence. It's been a part of a lot of what we have had in terms of our devices that has helped enable them. Um, okay, so give me some, what do you, when you say clarify it, I know that it's touched yeah. our lives in many, many ways. It will yeah. touch us in many ways in the future. Uh, in the future, the but it has things? it has today it's and here. it has in it's the here. past as well. Yeah. It is here and it has been here as well. So uh, you know, our our smartphones, our voice assistants, so many of those are um, enabled and uh, helped along by artificial intelligence. When we ask what the weather is of our voice assistants when we do our um, shopping online, when anything that we are interacting with in terms of our devices today are helped along by artificial intelligence. So it's not something uh, to necessarily be fearful of when we think about artificial intelligence. It is a, uh, uh, a platform or I, you know, maybe that's not the right word, but it is a part of um, a lot of our devices that we use today and that we are able to benefit from. So, you I know, think, I think people are developing a little bit of a fear of it only because they're reading 
things about, oh, it can do this, it can do that, it's going to take over the world. This big electronic show, there are a lot of things that you found there that are going to make our life much easier, simpler. It's going to give us access to things that we've not had before. And I like all of this. I like the whole idea that it's going to make us better able to age in place, giving us advanced technology. But I also like the fact that you're telling us about how these products can be used in everyday life. So let's talk about the person who wants to age in place at home. What are some of the significant things that are coming on the pike or here that are going to help people who want to age in place? Sure. Yes. Thank you, Shirley. Um, so, you know, first of all, there were there are always some interesting interactive robots at CES. And the ones that I always find most interesting are those that help us interact in a way that improves our uh, cognitive abilities as we age. Uh, there was one that helped with memory loss as well. So while those I think are currently being used more in uh, senior centers, et cetera, I think that they will definitely be uh, more for home use in the not so distant future. Uh, I also had an opportunity to uh, see a number of different devices that help us with our hearing loss, which is a huge issue for us as we age. And one thing that is uh, was on the show floor are glasses that have built-in hearing devices. This is very um, popular now, so you can have glasses that provide some uh, hearing uh, uh, assistance as well. So there were several devices that I saw, and I think those will become more and more prevalent in the marketplace as well. Uh, so those are just a couple of devices. Uh, in addition to that, there's one thing that I thought was absolutely fascinating, Shirley, and this is the use of what's called neural input technology. So what this does is this has the ability to translate finger and hand motions to control devices that we have. Um, so the way I saw this at CES is that a, um, a watch band has been developed and right now it's being used with an Apple watch but you can use this with your current Apple Watch and you put this on and then you can use simple finger motion to control things like turning on and off a lamp, uh, turning on your iPad and then actually controlling things on an iPad, controlling things on your phone, um, and other devices as well, just by using subtle finger motions and hand motions. So My goodness, thought, Debbie, that, that's incredible. I mean, to think it, about the potential there for people who have limited emotion, who are, have had a stroke or other ways. I mean, my gosh, 
That is incredible. Is this something that is around the corner? Is it here? What is the, what is it? Where is it in terms of stages of development? It is here. It has been developed and actually now it has, um, some, it is somewhat available on the marketplace. It has it, limited use in that it's only available if you have an Apple, Apple watch and with an Apple band. So, it, you know, it has somewhat of a limited um, application, but I think the technology itself is here and the applications will become wider, more widely used and I only saw it in that particular application, but the technology is here and can be used in many different other ways. And I have seen the um, uh, hand motions and control motions used in different ways as well. So I have seen it used to control um, your computer, for example, in different ways. But the application, the simplicity of having it on a watch band, for example, is just amazing in terms oh, that of is its incredible. availability in the marketplace. So All I want to know is, can I, can I use it to control my husband? <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I think these are, these are fascinating. I know you enjoy going to this show. Uh, and does it just keep getting bigger every year? It sounds like it does. Yeah, you know, it had a little bit of a setback during the pandemic, but now yeah. it's getting bigger again and right back, right back in, in that very large space uh, of, uh, you know, over 100,000, over 130,000 people. Wow. Uh, you know, I, I do want to talk about uh, a couple of other fabulous technologies that are great in terms of aging and accessibility. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have, as you know, we have virtual reality, uh, which is really been great for a number of uh, different uses, but it, it was really interesting to see how it can be of use to um, aging as well. Uh, so uh, I had an opportunity to go and, and see how it is being used with older individuals and um, to see how the content, which we, you know, we are, I'm, I'm anxious to see even more content get available, but how uh, VR headsets are now available for seniors to use with some content and they're being pushed out in senior centers as well. Um, they've done some work with a company to make them lighter and easier to use for older individuals. All right, uh, now define, so define virtual reality for me, for our listeners who may be like me. I'm, I'm not, I mean, I use technology, but I don't know that much. When you talk about virtual reality, what are you talking about? Sure. So um, you, you, virtual reality is the opportunity to put on a um, headset, which covers your eyes. And when you put on this headset you, and you look through it, you actually get transported in, by, you know, viewing this headset into another virtual environment. So you are able to view um, 
in you, you are able to view this um, flying th through the air. Uh, you're able to be in another room where you're with um, uh, uh, puppies or um, you know a so museum. It, you're able to walk through a museum as it virtual virtually walk through a museum, for example. Um, you okay. could travel. Uh, so you're taken through a virtual experience, whether it be traveling or um, visiting some site right. that, you know, that sort it take, of thing. It's so taking it's a us somewhere. Experience. Right. It's taking us out of our normal environment and putting us somewhere else through this exactly. virtual reality. Let's just, we need to take a brief pause here to let our listeners know that they're tuned into Up Consuming Interest. My guest today is Deborah Berlin. She is the founder and director of Project Goal, and she's describing for us the Consumer Electronics Show and the many fascinating innovations that have come up in the show, as well as the things that are going to make life easier for us as we age. And um, now the virtual reality, okay, I understand that you put on headsets and you're transported somewhere else. You're seeing it, I mean, in some ways, it's almost like sitting in, not quite, but like because you're actually moving through this experience. But but uh, now what is augmented reality? Well, augmented reality is where you um, actually are looking at uh, the best way to, to to provide an example of that is where you see um, objects added to the actual reality of where you are. So uh, that's a very simplistic way to describe it, but this has been used very successfully with being able to see, for example, um, what a um, uh, what a dress might look like on you, or what a uh, <clears throat> what a picture might look like in your living room, uh, and you're so you're able to actually add that picture to your actual living room you augment the reality of what you're in actually in uh so it's it's an augmented reality so it's your real space but you're augmenting it with some sort of additional um view of some sort some additional pictures I think that of sounds, some sort I, I think that sounds fascinating I mean, I it can is just imagine the use of the, the uses of it. Um, and it is, that, and that it is, is very really, helpful. Yeah. And it is oh, very yeah. helpful for older individuals as well. So, you know, to, um, to look to, to this in the, uh, again, not too distant time from now, now, uh, to be able to help us older individuals shop more, shop better at home. To be able to mm -hmm. say, you know, I, I'm interested in that rug, but I'm not sure how it will look in my home. So to be able to see how it actually does look in your living room, you can actually put that rug in your living room. Wow. So, you know, not to have, not to leave your home, but you can actually see how it looks. I like that idea. I think that yep. is fantastic, especially yep. if you're going to make some significant changes to something. And you can see what it's going to look like and you may totally change your mind you know that is that Absolutely. is really astonishing well let's let's just talk about one of the issues i know that concerns you and me especially here at call for action 
and that is the potential for scams. Now, one of the things that I see that as we develop all of this technology, we're exposing ourselves more and more online. So I, I'm a big privacy nut, so it concerns me about the privacy issue. It also concerns me about fraud. So how do you want to address those issues? How do we deal with the privacy? Will there be controls built into these gadgets so that I have control of it, that I have control of my information? Or am I going to be sharing it with some anonymous company out there that I really don't know? Yeah, I, you know, Shirley, you bring up a really important question for all consumers, and that is maintaining our privacy in with all of the uh, all of these great innovations. We want to make sure that we do have privacy and uh, and that we also understand the level of uh, privacy that we have. So there's, you know, it's sort of a multi-level approach that consumers understand what is involved with using these devices and then un have some level of control. Uh, and so, you know, that is critically important. Uh, I, I know that companies are, many companies, I you know, I won't put them all in the same basket, but I know that Many companies are working on this uh, with their um, consumer advocacy organizations as well. I, I have worked with a number of companies to say, you know, here's what consumers need and and to work on it from the, you know, from the very ground level to say privacy needs to be integrated. Uh, into all these devices and that consumers do need to have a, a level of control because that no, is amen. critically important. Yeah. That is really important to me uh, because there's so much about us that maybe we want to share it, maybe we don't, but I, I want to be in control. I don't want someone having my information and using it without my knowledge or using it in ways that I don't approve of. So Look, we don't have much time to say for scams, but let's just say to consumers, watch out for frauds. Right now, I'm Absolutely. seeing a lot of invoices being sent to me that are not mine. And in order to find out what's in them, you're supposed to click on the link. Folks, don't do it. That's my best advice. Yeah. Don't, yes, don't absolutely. do it. I mean, if you think you owe a bill to somebody, call the company, but use the number that you get independently from anything that might be in an email that's sent to you. Don't ever use that email, that um, phone number. Use an independent research to find it. So we only have another minute, Debbie. It's been such fun having you on and learning about some of the things. I particularly like the fact that we're getting devices that are going to enable us to have sometimes longer lives, certainly in many cases more productive, but also more fulfilled lives, which is, is important. So, Debbie, are you going back next year? I I hope so, Shirley. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's uh, it's it's always exciting, and uh, it's it's great to see all the innovations. And uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's really important that we get an opportunity to help as much as we can as uh, the you know for aging and accessibility. Right. So, yeah. well, absolutely. Thank you so much. 
yes, it's important that we have input as to our data and how it's used and how we can develop control over it. And I think uh, the companies that are developing these products would be well served to think about that. Thank you, Debbie. Deborah Berlin, founder and director of Project Gold. I'm Shirley Roker, and we thank you for joining us. Of Consuming Interest is a public service program presented by WJLA 7 Call for Action, hosted by Shirley Rooker. Call for Action is an international nonprofit network of hotlines which offer free and confidential assistance. If you have a complaint, contact Call for Action at 301-652-HELP. That's 301-652-HELP.